This video is brought to you by Nebula. Today, the ICJ orders Israel to prevent genocide in Gaza, Pakistan accuses India of assassinations, and Donald Trump testifies in court. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Friday the 26th of January 2024. The International Court of Justice has issued provisional measures against Israel in the case brought by South Africa alleging genocide against Palestinians in the Gaza Strip. The court ordered Israel to take all measures within its power to prevent violations of the Genocide Convention, take immediate action to enable the provision of urgently needed aid and assistance in Gaza, prevent and punish incitement of genocide, ensure the preservation of evidence relating to the case, and submit a report to the court within a month on how it is following these measures. The ICJ did notably stop short of ordering a ceasefire in the Gaza Strip though, something that South Africa had requested. The court also notably expressed grave concern about the Israeli hostages still held by Hamas, and called for their immediate and unconditional release. Now, before we go any further, we should make a few things clear that are often misunderstood in cases like these. Today's pronouncement by the ICJ was not a ruling by the court that Israel is or isn't committing genocide. Any ruling on that question will likely take a number of years. Instead, the ICJ has determined that South Africa's case is plausible and that provisional measures are necessary because, quote, the catastrophic humanitarian situation in the Gaza Strip is at serious risk of further deterioration before the court renders its final judgment. It's worth pointing out that provisional measures issued by the International Court of Justice are legally binding. However, the court isn't really able to enforce this, so Israel could refuse to abide by the court's measures, though at the time of writing, the Israeli response remains to be seen. Nevertheless, the court's order is politically significant and will add to the pressure on Israel to scale back its offensive in Gaza, which has now killed more than 25,000 people since October the 7th. Putting aside the immediate on-the-ground impact of the ICJ's orders, it means that over the coming months and years, Israel will have to publicly, at the world's highest court, fight against plausible allegations that it's violating the Genocide Convention through its actions in Gaza. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Pakistan has accused India of the assassination of two Pakistani agents on Pakistani soil. It's been described as a violation of Pakistan's sovereignty and a breach of the UN Charter. This comes after years of India accusing Pakistan of giving a safe haven to terrorists, especially militants involved of violence in the disputed Kashmir region. Yesterday, the Foreign Secretary accused India of running a sophisticated and sinister campaign of killings in Pakistan, using sophisticated technology and safe havens on foreign soil to commit these assassinations. The Foreign Secretary also commented that India is employing criminals and unsuspecting civilians to carry out these killings. However, these allegations have been dismissed as false and malicious anti-India propaganda. Modi has dismissed similar claims quite recently. In December, Modi responded to allegations of an Indian assassination plot in the US, saying he will look into any evidence and that upholding the rule of law is his priority. The assassination in question was the attempted murder of a Sikh separatist, who was labelled as a terrorist by the Indian government in 2020. 
other dissidents in foreign countries have been targeted, including Hardeep Singh Najjar, a prominent Sikh activist murdered in Canada in June, which was again dismissed as absurd. Pakistan's foreign secretary concluded by saying India must be held accountable for its blatant violation of international law. Moving to the US now, where former President Donald Trump has testified in a defamation trial brought by E. Jean Carroll. The case itself was brought by Carroll, with her seeking $10 million in damages over the former president's denials, which he made in 2019 from the White House that he attacked her in a shop in Manhattan in the 1990s. Now, this is the second case in which Ms. Carroll has seen Mr. Trump in court. The first was back in October 2022 and found that Mr. Trump had indeed defamed her back in June 2019. As such, Judge Lewis Kaplan said that the facts had already been established and that this case was simply to resolve the issue of how much, if anything, Mr. Trump has to pay Ms. Carroll. In fact, Trump tried to give a statement to the court in which he said that Ms. Carroll said something that I consider a false accusation, totally false. The judge swiftly responded, telling the jury to ignore the last statement. In answering a question about whether he had instructed anyone to hurt Miss Carroll, Trump replied, No, I just wanted to defend myself, my family, and, frankly, the presidency. Again, the judge ordered the final part of this statement to be ignored. Upon leaving the courtroom, Trump was heard saying, It's not America. This is not America. In tech news, Apple has announced that users in the EU will be able to download apps without using its Apple Store. Under the changes, iPhone users will be able to use a range of browsers and alternative payment systems to download apps, theoretically including the Google Play Store. The changes will come into effect from March in line with the EU's Digital Markets Act, which aims to rein in big tech companies like Apple, Amazon, Google, Microsoft and Meta. Apple isn't very happy with the new regulations though, saying they compromise Apple's ability to detect, prevent and take action against malicious apps on iOS. Apple also says the changes will make it harder for them to help users with issues with apps downloaded from outside the App Store. It's also possible the changes could be replicated in the UK in the near future, under similar powers to regulate big tech. In the final uplifting story today, we discuss a Gustav Klimt portrait. It's been reported this morning that a painting by Austrian artist Gustav Klimt, which was believed to have been lost for about 100 years, has been found in Vienna. The portrait of Fraulein Lisa was last seen in public in 1925 and is valued at more than $54 million. It's set to go up for auction on the 24th of April on behalf of the owners and the legal successors of the Lisa family. Speaking about this, Ernst Ployl, the co-managing director of the Kinski Auction House, said, We took an active approach and not only researched the Lisa family as potential restitution claimants, but we also approached potential representatives based on our experience from previous restitution proceedings. You've no doubt been following along with the news from Israel and Gaza, but if you want a better understanding to dive deeper into the history of the region, then you should check out Real Life Law's hour-long documentary about the tensions and fighting between Israel and Gaza going back decades. That video, by the way, is part of Real Life Law's Modern Conflict series, where they regularly run through major ongoing conflicts from Lebanon's civil war to everything going on in Myanmar and the Turkish-Kurdish conflict. It's an incredible series and it's exclusively available on our streaming service, Nebula.
As you likely know, Nebula is the service we built with a bunch of our creator friends and is the home to tons of smart educational content from all your favorite creators. The best part is that by signing up, you not only get access to exclusive series like Modern Conflicts, China Actually from Polymatter, or the logistics of X from Wendover Productions, it also directly supports TLDR. That's because when you sign up, you contribute to the budgets of these big budget documentaries, and it helps us grow and expand our ambitions. So if you sign up using the link below, you can support us directly and get 40% off Nebula's annual plan. That's less than £2 a month, which is an incredibly good price for an independent streaming service which not only supports creators but also provides you with tons of ad-free and exclusive content. Thank you for your support and for backing Nebula.